Hey guys, Josh here. Welcome back to Dead Set Podcasting. Today is the response template. What I'm responding to is a comment that I heard on a podcast about podcasting recently where the producer of the show said that with the right production skills and the right software tools, you can make any half-decent sounding broadcast microphone sound just like any decent or even really expensive premium broadcast style microphone. So let's cut to it. That is just not true. You can make certain elements of their tonal character more similar in post-production. But here's the reason why making them sound the same just isn't possible. So this is going to be a quick list. Different microphones have different gain requirements. So the amount of potential noise that you're introducing into the microphone signal because of your gain structure can vary even within the same class of microphone, which is something you then have to deal with later. There's different amounts of handling and shock resistance built into each microphone. The proximity effect is different on different microphones. I'm on an RE20 today, so if I get right up on this mic, I'm about an inch and a half away, and now I'm about three and a half to four inches away, this microphone, because of the technology, doesn't have that massive bass response like certain other mics do, like the Heil PR40, for example, which would have gotten very heavy and very bassy sounding when I was less than an inch from the microphone. They have different amounts of rear rejection. So how the person is performing into the microphone, including their plosives, their plosives, is going to vary dramatically because of distance from the mic and where that mic's particular sweet spot is as to how they have to address the mic to get the best character out of the mic. So all of these are performance and environment based, not environment as in temperature, I mean environment as in the room. So if you've got a microphone like the RE20, which does allow you to move around a little bit, that may also encourage the person who is on the mic, if they're less experienced, to think that they could be way off to the side over here and because their voice isn't changing, that not much about the recorded signal has changed. Well, as you probably just heard, even though the tonal characteristics of my voice didn't change all that much, and I was probably eight inches away from the mic when I said that, one thing that did change was the amount of room tone or reverb that was in the signal because my voice is then having to basically overcome more distance from the microphone. So the signal to room tone ratio was different, if that's a thing. But you can hear that when I move off the mic, the room gets involved, even though my voice doesn't change all that much in tonal characteristic. So to say that that can sound the same or even almost the same as an $800 super premium quality microphone with better components and better shock resistance and better plosive resistance just isn't true. So this particular person may have used the word same instead of similar, which is why I'm not directly attacking them because they do have great audio on their show, so they know audio. They may have just spoken incorrectly. We need to be more careful with our words when we're describing equipment, particularly to people that are looking to make their first purchase. Because if you're an authority on audio or guitars or whatever you're talking about that you're an authority on, 
kind of makes me feel a little icky using the word authority, but that's how people do see you when you have a podcast. If you're doing a good job of your podcast, people will see you that way eventually. You need to be careful saying things like this inexpensive tool can do what that more expensive tool or piece of equipment can do because it may not be the case and you're impacting your credibility by saying things like that. Okay, guys, hopefully that didn't sound like a criticism. As I said, I'm pretty sure it was just a poor choice of words. So if you can cut out bits like that, I would encourage you to cut them out. Or if it's an egregious mistake, but you can't really cut it out, like you said, something is better than something else, when objectively that's not true, then maybe just go in and put a correction in the episode or in the show notes, just so you can point to it and say, well, at the end of the episode, I corrected myself. Even at the start of the episode, particularly if it's an affiliate link or something that you're going to get money from if people buy stuff, then I think you'd need to do it. Righto, guys, at DeadsetPod on Twitter and Instagram, and hello at DeadsetPodcasting.com if you want to email me. Righto, guys, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.